Welcome to That's What Ni、nee、Said. I'm Ni,、nee, a mother and an entrepreneur. This is my journey to find a footing in life, well, at least try to, and what I have to say about it. Okay. Hello, everybody. It's been a long time. What two, three months? I think since I last updated, it's been a long hiatus, unintentional, just because the life. I try my best to not take long pauses to try to you know update it regularly, but the past few months has just been very busy. I right now her one of my favorite characters from one of my favorite shows, the mom in Everybody Hates Chris. Whenever she quits her job, she yells like. I don't need this. My man has two jobs. Well, I officially have two, three jobs now. So picked up new work, picked up new clients for my podcast production to kind of legitimize my business, and then did more commissions and preparing for other works that is to come later this year. And again, taking care of the fucking house. I had officially, I、uh, I can announce that I've officially lost a war against weeds. The areas that have mulched very heavily so far has been doing fine. I can handpick whatever that grows out, not a problem. And we still haven't really, you know, things happen other places that needs money, you know, cars, house, this and that. So we didn't end up getting the gravel to cover some of the areas. So those areas growing wild again. And the fucking patio that I spent no fewer than thirty-five hours on. Guess what? Every single crack between papers have weeds growing out of it. Okay, so at this point, husband and I talked about it. I will change my strategy. I might just get one of those, what's it called, paver washer that attaches to a power washer. I might just go out there and just grind them down every few months. I will purchase that. We'll locate some budget for it. And then I, the the hand pulling thing here in North Carolina it doesn't seem to work. I'll plant some ground cover that I actually want. The rest of it, whatever, right? I'll let the machine take care of it. So that was an experiment. Didn't work. Pivoting is kind of how my whole life has to be. So adapt and、uh, move on. So yeah, I picked up some new clients. I'm、uh, very lucky that I have come came in contact with some great local、um, people and organizations that have contents that they'd like to put out. So, and I am even though I kind of have a basic understanding and application of this kind of work, I'm still kind of on a journey to improve the quality of my work. So. Like usually, if I quote my client, okay, I'll record an hour. You you pay me for one hour recording and basically one hour of post production, but because usually that's how long it should take. But then you know because of the limitation in my abilities or knowledge, sometimes I run into a problem where it takes me maybe two, three, four hours to really figure it out. I, I don't bill them for that. That's me paying my dues. So that's why it seems like oh you I've only have I only have three well so far I have three clients outside of my own show, and two of them requires fairly heavy heavy post production work, and still it shouldn't be more than for a trained and experienced professional sound professional sound sound engineer and producer it shouldn't take you more than say ninety minutes, but it has taken me way more time than that, but I. Consider that things I have to invest and pay for on this journey to become better. So I, I tell my clients that I don't charge for the extra time that I have to put in. This is how long you are supposed to pay for. So I ask you to pay for that. And I'm not lowering. I'm holding my standards and holding up my hourly fee because、um, that's where I see myself be. That's where I require myself to be. I don't want to be paid less just because I produce shitty work. I want to be paid as I should, and if I need to invest more time to achieve that quality, I will on my own dime. So that's been—it's very stressful because you know, 
again, I'm not the busiest woman in the world, but still, being a mom, having to, and my house are being such a mess. Like, I, I usually, I clean the house maybe every other day, vacuum, what have you. And for the past two months, I want to say, at least a month, the house would be lucky if it get vacuumed once during the week. Um, but again, as, as I kind of get used to this whole rhythm, and then as I get better at the post-production work I am doing, I'm spending less time on that. So hopefully the house will be, and then we had, a, you know, as the, con- the consequences of that is that we had a huge and problem. Uh, that I'll, I'll hire. We have a pest control person in the neighborhood. I'm going to hire him to help me control that. And, uh, yeah, so this thing, taking care of the house, taking care of the family, still cook. Um, we did have been ordering takeouts for delivery, like, at least one more time than we usually would. Not ideal, but it's just temporary. I need that to cope. And um, taking care of the yards and working uh, my podcasting work and then my live streaming production and my artwork, and I'm helping a friend doing some administrative and um, bookkeeping work. So I really, and then, you know, and then fortunately for me, most of my work is either at home or two different locations in the same building. So travel time is not insane, but still just like adding that one hour of driving back and forth is just one hour out of the, the eight that I have is a huge percentage. But then, then again, like it's, I guess I do that three out of three days out of a week. So that's it's not too bad. And it just it just kind of makes me think for the people who has to drive an hour to and an hour from every day for so many years, like a huge part of their life is just wasted on this thing. Ugh. I'm I'm glad a lot of y'all are getting to be able to work from home. Like that is such an improvement to the quality of life for everybody. It's such a commute. It's such a huge waste of time. Anyway, so that's why I haven't been uploading. I just couldn't find the time. Every Wednesdays and Fridays when, I, when I'm in the studio, I would think, all right, let me, let me find 20 minutes or so. I'll make a quick update and then I'll, I'll edit it when I go home. I also invested in a huge, uh, in a new Mac mini so I can have all the software and, and the monitor. So I can have all the equipment to edit things at home. That also saves me time. Because otherwise, I can only be in the studio till about 3 o'clock in the afternoon and I have to dash. And then, you know, I can't do anything for the rest of the night. This way, you know, whenever it's my husband's um, night to put the baby to bed, I can actually be upstairs working at least two more hours. So so I I always thought, oh, I'll, I'll do a quick update today at least to keep the thing keep the ball rolling keep the thing going you know never never actually had the time to do it today was the first time i get I actually got some solid work done yesterday didn't need to walk apart apart from dropping off my daughter and picking her up and i the whole day i spent at home just non-stop and finished a few projects so today i feel like okay i definitely have at least 20 minutes or so to say hi to everybody and tell everybody I haven't given up on this yet because it, it does seem I, I would admit it does seem like I got my plate a little too full and I couldn't finish it but I'm gradually coming around to kind of really checking things off of the list so if you are still with me I really do appreciate your support and, and patience and I can I can deal with a little judgment okay you you can't I, I'm not going to complain about if anybody judge me for not living up to the standards of anybody else other than myself i can accept that that's fine you go ahead and then even even this today after i record this when i go home i still have so i mentioned before i record book reading videos for in english for kids in china who you know for entertainment and then just for whoever whichever family that doesn't have the the resources or access to this kind of content, you know, parents who want their kids to kind of have lay a foundation for learning English, but you know, they can't afford to hire somebody or just to have anything that kind of permeates their environment. So I just provide a a little bit of free content. I don't charge anything. I don't 
provide any extra service. I just read books as the way I read to read to my daughter, and then I put the videos out. And then you know, a lot of the some of these books they don't really have access to. Um, it's not like they're deprived of it. It's just that it's not available. And some of these books that we read, I, I the books I put out, I actually really really like. So hopefully I'll get around to doing some of that at least one book today, because I I have been getting. Some positive feedback for that, so I think you know it's a free service, you know, and then hopefully someday down the line I will be able to read some books in Chinese for my daughter and for other kids, because there are a lot of kids who are living in English-speaking countries but has Chinese heritage, and they're they might be in the same boat that we're in, like they don't have anybody who speaks Chinese in their living environment, so you know it's kind of like the you know the the opposite sides. Um, so um, hopefully I will be able to make some content for my daughter and those kids. But that's when I get around to it. I effectively don't have any Chinese children's books around me. I'm gonna have to acquire some first. Um, so that's that. I really just wanted to. So much has happened in the past few months. Anytime there was a major event, I always feel like、oh, I'm gonna. I have some thoughts about this. I'm gonna jot it down, and then I'm gonna. I want to share my thoughts, and you know, time gets away from me, and I need to be better at taking notes of my own thoughts because I've, I've okay, like I'm actually pretty good with technology, but even 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 so, I'm still not the best at using like voice memos and things to record my thoughts. So now I've learned better ways to do it. It's actually very convenient. I'm I'm gonna try to be better at just recording the things that's going through my mind and processing them, and、um, helping them helping these things these information evolve before I I share them. Um, God, just just keep working. Like at this at this stage of my life, I just have to accept the fact that I will have to sacrifice some entertainment. I won't be able to be as chill as I have be or have been, or as other people in my surroundings are. We're in different stages of life. I'm in the building phase. I'm in the foundation phase of my. I don't. I don't suppose I'm going to have a legacy, but I do want to build something of my own. Though I,、uh, right now, like if you see a, if you see a building being built, nobody ever see. The foundation laying part because they usually wrap it up because they there's like there's there's nothing pretty, there's nothing to look at, um. So it's I'm I'm going so it's just but that's necessary work that has to go in. So I'm in that stage. Um, God. Um. So, but it's still every something happens every week that brings me some kind of negative emotional impact. That's just the nature. Of, well, it is the nature of human suffering and being alive on this earth. It can't just be rainbows and unicorns all the time. But I have, I have, I've. My initial thought was that it was kind of a shame that I didn't get to share these thoughts. But the the fact is, I as it as it is for in most cases. It's actually kind of a good thing. Not that I'm self-censoring, but you know, I can always, if I catch my catch myself thinking about something or re- rethinking about something, I can always improve upon my initial initial、um, initial feedback or reaction towards certain events. So, well, I will get better at taking notes, but I also want to present something that is more. Processed, not in a bad way, but just I want to give myself the 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 opportunity to mentally exercise how to make a better point, how to present a better point, things like that. And、uh, and life has been fucking heavy, man. Like the inflation and everything, it's not just a talking point or a news story. Like our life. Because you know we are kind of again in the building phase. You're not supposed to really have a lot of free money to enjoy the luxuries of life. I understand that, but the whole economic situation not only does it shrink our assets, our investment, 
But just in terms of general life, we legitimately don't have any as of right now. Don't have any wiggle room, which is very stressful. And again, we're not even poor or struggling. We just don't have extra. And then again, and you experience the mental stress that comes from the bombardment from all kinds of advertising, social media. You see other people just having a fucking ball of your life, and you're sitting here thinking like, "Motherfucker, I don't have money to take a vacation this year. Not like a vacation vacation. We might be able to do like an overnight to a nearby city that's within a five-hour drive, and that's pretty much it. And then to think, yeah, I won't be how old I am. Am I now? I'm eighty-seven, so I'm thirty-five. I'm going on thirty-six. I'm not gonna be thirty-five again." And just having to make peace with the fact that ah,、uh, I probably won't be able to do some kind of luxury resort, chillax kind of trip for the next at least two years. I want to say I'm mentally prepared for at least two years. It's again, it's that's nothing. Like on the. Horizon of again human suffering and the human existence, this human experience that is nothing. Some people go through their whole life not even having a actual like good meal, right? So it's nothing, but just having to make peace of that because I'm constantly being presented with the quote unquote options that are not real options. It's a mental struggle every day. Like seeing things that oh, I really want that. I wish I had that, and then telling your telling yourself it's okay to not have that right now, even though you might feel like a loser to not have that compared to your peers or your neighbors or whatever. But it is really okay to not have this thing, to not go to this place, to not have watched this. TV series or movies or whatever, not have time for it to not have played the game, to not have visited a resort, you know that kind of stuff. Like having to talk yourself down the ledge from jealousy and envy every fucking day. It's work, especially for me. Like I've had things. If I grew up never having anything, I might be used to it, but. This like fake sense of deprivation because you feel like oh things are being taken away from me, like not not that they're not really like they shouldn't、really、even be there in the first place, but they they are and then they make you feel like you should have it and now you feel deprived because you don't have it. The whole thing is just clouds in the sky. It, it, it means nothing to me. But that's not how my brain. That's not how I was wired because that's not how I was brought up. So it's just constant every day. It's oh, I. I hope I don't hope you share the the same experience because it it really is not fun. But if you do share the same experience, like I I hope me seeing the other side, me being able to kind of try to get through at least make an effort. I hope it will provide some kind of um comfort to you, knowing you know you're not you're not going through that. It's not just you. Like a lot of us are going through that. Um, what else? A good thing. We'll talk about. Let's talk about a happy thing. A happy thing. Good thing is my daughter has been ever since she watched the episodes of Bluey that they go to the pool, they went swimming and all that. We've been talking about going to the pool and going to the beach the whole winter, and then we finally started from two weeks ago. We started going to at least the. We lucky for us, we have an indoor pool. Um, accessible. We've been going to the pool every Saturday, and it took her a little time. You know, at first she's not used to the puddle jumpers because she used to wear those big round floaties and all that. Um, it took her the first time we went. We've only been twice so far. We're gonna obviously go back again this weekend. The first time it it took her, I want to say at least fifteen minutes to like. Get into the water that's about her waist deep. She was just on all kinds of. The water is too cold. The water is too this, too that. It's too splashy. The puddle jumper is not comfortable. And then oh, I'm so scared of water. It took her some time because you know you know some kids who would just put it on and jump in, right? She's not one of those kids. That's okay. Probably came from me. And、uh, it took her some time to get used to it. 
And once she did, she had a ball of a time, and she didn't want to leave. She said she said she wanted to live there, and I have to tell her it's not fair for the lifeguards and the staff that has to be here with her all night. And then they're gonna turn off the light. You're not gonna see anything. It's gonna get very scary being in the water all by yourself. So, but she she enjoyed it. First time she she got used to it. The second time she went right into the water, but she wasn't. She's she was holding onto her dad the whole time, like holding his neck, like she, <laughs> like a driftwood in the middle of the ocean. And then we it took her some time to kind of let go and then start pedaling, pushing the water a little bit. And then towards the end of our second session, she was kind of doggy pedaling on her own a little bit from. End to end, which is not—it's maybe five feet across. Yeah, I think so. About five feet, five foot, five feet. I don't know. I forgot. Use the metric system. Um. So, I have no doubt. Like this, this weekend when we go back, she's probably gonna just go right in, right? And then we have goggles for her. I want to teach her how to start trying to learning how to hold her breath. And then next week, I get another chance of signing her up for some swim class at that pool, which I, great. I would always opt for an in, indoor pool because I don't have to worry about sunscreen and all that.、Um, I think it would be really good for her to learn how to swim and all that. And then,、uh, so that's a good thing. Like seeing her having so much fun, and she's screaming and squealing the whole time when she's in the pool because she's having so much fun. And then seeing her kind of getting over the The mental blocks that she has is is great, and then it's very encouraging for me too, because I do see a lot of myself in her, and then seeing her pushing through kind of gives me a little strength. I know I'm kind of like、um, making this a little more poetic than it really is, but it really does. It kind of gives me courage to push through a little bit. Um. So, so that that's the that's the happy bit. And then another bonus point is we always well we started. It's part of the tradition. Like after pool time, we go get a donut together, and she actually get her own donut. So she's super happy about that. Oh, and then we went to last week after the pool because my husband was meeting some coworkers there. Originally, we were planning on just him going with his coworkers, and I'll take the baby somewhere else because they were meeting at a bowling alley and had an which had an arcade attached to it. And I thought it might be too dark or sensory-wise, be too noisy and this and that. She probably wouldn't like it, so we were gonna go somewhere else. But then she ended up loving it. I mean, it definitely she definitely had sensory overload. She kind of went bananas when she was in there, and the food, and they were understaffed, so the the food took way too long to arrive. But we, when they were bowling, because bowling is pretty boring for kids. When they were bowling, we were playing at the arcade, and she had a blast. I was not expecting that. The it was very helpful that they had a kung fu panda game. It's kind of like Dance Dance Revolution, but with your hands. You know, they have different drums on the side that you have to pretend to kick and bash. And then we've been watching kung fu panda. She's been watching kung fu panda, so she that really she was really drawn to that. And I. <laughs> Because it was, you know, it's it's adult size and it's you play with your hand, so it's up in the air. She couldn't reach it, so I had to hold, and then she couldn't even really see the screen properly if I just put her down, stand on the on the ground. So I held her with one arm and play the game with the other arm. It was a workout and a half, but she she loved it. That was that was that's what that really opened the door of the arcade to her. And then they had this. Huge hungry hippo game where you have to kind of pull and push and lift and pull like it's a it's a full like three sixty motion and you have to work the、uh, crank the the handle with both hands to work the hippos and then they you know you know the hungry I don't have to explain the game of hungry hippos with anybody but it's just much much bigger and you have to use your arms to do that and.、Uh, She's she'll be you know it's, it's like we're riding a motorcycle or something. She'll be sitting in front of me, and then <laughs> the game was way too intense for her. Like for the amount of strength I have to use to to work the machine, like it was yanking her whole body. But she still really loved it, and it was so hard. I got I legitimately got a workout out of that arcade experience. And、uh, eventually, at the end of the day, we had enough tickets to 
get her a uh, lollipop and a sticky spider thingy. You know, the thing that you throw onto a surface and it kind of kind of suctions and stays there. So that was, and then she's been talking about wanting to go back and this and that. So it's great that she's entering a stage where we are starting to be able to go out and do things, do things that I actually also enjoy, you know. Um, and it's it's one of those things. It's it it's it's nothing significant, but and also being a mother, I I always say when we had her, I definitely wished that I had more time to establish my own establish myself in terms of career. Um, but it's not like I wish I never had her. I wish I had more time to prepare. But then again, if she hadn't arrived, I would never feel the sense of urgency to get a move, get a move on. I would still sleep in late. I would still play video games deep, dark, uh, late into the night and not get anything done the next day. Find an excuse for myself, you know. It, it, it is... It's reassuring for myself, for my own sake, in terms of mental health, knowing that I am getting into the character and things are starting to kind of work together. I'm not constantly against the current. So that's, that's really beneficial in terms of, and you know, we're lucky. She's very healthy, very, what, what, what's, the, what's the correct term to use now? Um, neuro neurotypical right we don't face any medical challenges so it's been i think in terms of general luck and fortune i think i do count my blessings on that front we have everything everybody so far in the family knock on wood is healthy don't have significant challenges even in this difficult time where the economy is in a toilet we still have enough to maintain our lifestyle we just don't, we, we cannot afford any luxuries. That's fine. I have to wait till I'm a little older to enjoy luxuries. That is fine. I am so fucking sick, of sick and tired of this push of having to have everything when you're young. As if, if you obtain anything when you're past the age of 30... It doesn't mean anything. As if you you might as well never had it if you have to have it when you're old. That is so fucking toxic. And I understand it's all pushed by people who are trying to convince you to consume things. But I'm, I am personally withdrawing myself from that current. You cannot get me. Every, I still need to work on myself. Yes. But... I can at least declare to myself that I am not going to be drifting in that current without any kind of control or, you know, any kind of say. Um, so that's, I guess that, that, that is personal growth because uh, the other day I had a conversation with my husband. I was kind of venting to him because um, I've had a fairly unpleasant experience with some of my friends back home which are my backup friends like they're the they're the rock right like whatever friends that I can or cannot make when I'm here I understand we're all adults at this stage of life I am a parent so for people who don't have kids they kind of it's hard for for us to be really really close because my schedule is it is revolving around my my child um uh, but then, um, and then the other families who actually do have kids, I would understand that they don't have time to spend with me whatever I want. So it's just, it's really hard to have, unless you're literally physically next door, like best friends with your, with, with your neighbor next door is on the same street, which is, it, it is not the case for me. Um, it's just really hard to find that adhesive to bring people together the way you want to and that's that's fine that's natural it's understandable but i'd always think you know if i can't make lifelong friends here i always have friends back home and then that's why it hit so hard for me when when we kind of had that unpleasant exchange it's not even 
it's not unpleasant. It's their passive aggressiveness and the way that I I'm seeing the environment is poisoning their minds. Is is severely limiting their ability to establish themselves. That made me really mad. So here's the thing. I out of my four five friends back home that I grew up with, only one of them currently is also a mother, married and have a kid. And her daughter is six months younger than I am. And um, she, we have a group chat, and then she's saying, "Oh, her ha- husband has been kind of hinting that it might be time for a second child, but she is kind of in a groove. It's already difficult enough as it is, even though she gets fucking tremendous amount of fucking help. Okay, I don't want to sound harsh, but girl, you live in the same complex with your fucking parents, very well off, very." Well off, they're not millionaires or anything, but I I think they are, but they we don't talk about I don't I don't ask these kind of questions. Very well off, she has living nanny, she has, um, what's it called, um,、uh, what was the other one? The household like clean people who come to clean and all that, and they have they are fucking surrounded with restaurants and whatever. And her doctor started going to daycare. She's been home this whole time, and only recently started going to daycare. So she finally feels like, okay, I can take a breath. I'm gonna focus on my. I have. She actually has a goal for her career. I'm gonna focus on my career. So when her husband started hinting they want a second baby, understandably, she has reservations. So she's asking about. She's asking me in a group chat about like whether or not we're going to we're considering having more children, and then is it going to happen soon? So I send in very non-judgmental, non like very、uh, neutral comments, saying ultimately it's up to you. Like your husband can go fuck himself if he wants another child now. Yeah, you go put it in your dick and push it out, push it out of your dick if you want that right now. Okay, if you want to wait, then you wait. We have enough medical resources to sustain a later a pregnancy for a slightly more mature age. So don't worry about that. Really understand what is it that you want. If you really, really, really don't want another kid, just don't have it. But you need to have that conversation with your husband. You need to be honest with him. From my perspective, and I also explain to them, I understand that they don't understand my point because they're all living really close. They have a very closely knit support network. They live really close to their family. And friends, all of the people that they grew up with, right? This is that's their hometown. They went to school there. They work there. Probably going to die there.、Um, so they don't understand what I'm experiencing. And I, I was explaining to them, for my daughter, being in this family with you know, her father getting orders. If we well, so far we are still deciding to stay in, getting orders to go to a different place every three years. It is going to be extremely hard for her to have. She's going to have to learn and be okay with being extremely adaptive in terms of what kind of support resources, what kind of supports that she can have in her life. So I, I definitely want to provide her the、um, a support system within our family that takes. Least amount of effort to maintain and is healthy, and is is loving and is supportive, and I think for her it's going to be very important that she has at least one sibling. So my decision is, we definitely will have another one if I'm physically capable of still. Um, it、uh, and then it's probably going to be within the next two years or so, in terms of family planning. Like we actually have to work it. When do I want to get pregnant? Do I want to deliver before or after the next duty station? And then you know, there's a lot of like logistics in, involved. We're actually, I've always kind of scoffed at the term "quote unquote" family planning, but we're actually looking at this with timelines, with budgets, and all this like an actual project. So that we're actually doing family planning right now. So I explained to them, I definitely will have more, but that's because of my. Circumstance of my situation. I'm not saying you should have more. I'm saying, in my, I personally think it's beneficial for my daughter to have at least one sibling. 
If you don't want it, that's up to you, right? And then one of the one of the girls who has been um kind of on a steady path to become this hardened man hater, which again, it's 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 so easy. It's it it would be so much easier for me to just judge her outright. But I understand why she is what she what she is right now. She she never had great experience with dating. She may or may not suffer some trauma in the past. She didn't. She never talked to me about it. I heard about something in passing, but I never. You know, it's her. It's her experience. If she doesn't want to tell me, she has her reasons. I'm not gonna ask. Um, she might have tr- had some traumatic experience when she was, you know, with her. And you know, it's the the first one or two relationships is always the worst, right? When something bad happens, um, and then, uh, living in the social environment back in China, it's just not the best environment in terms of women's right and then the the, the amount of support and judgment. So if you so, <laughs> to think about it this way. So, um, how do I explain this? There is no body positivity movement in China still. You get some girls, which I do support. They work out, they pump iron, they get huge, and then they are very proud of their process. That I get, but that's a tiny, tiny. And then they receive a lot of support and accolades, and then you know attention. And I think that's good. Like they should have the freedom to choose. What they want to do, what kind of goal they want to pursue, and then what kind of body type they want for their own body. So I definitely support that. But that's like point zero 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 one percent of the population. The majority of the country, the majority of women in that country, still live under the scrutiny of you cannot be over like a hundred pounds. Can you fucking imagine a grown woman not over a hundred pounds? Like. The saying of "oh, you have no future if you're over," like a woman's worth, effectively gets erased if her weight doesn't matter how well she does with anything else. If her weight is over a hundred pounds, you effectively holds no value, and you effectively lose all credit of any kind of achievement you've ever had in your life just because you cannot successfully manage to keep your weight under a hundred pounds. I grew up with this thing, and this fucking sh- bullshit is still out there every day, pressuring and poisoning women. That's one thing. The whole body image thing is is oh, fucking horrendous. But the trend is more women are preferring to be healthy and fit, and they pick up different sports. You know, it, it's things are on the up and up for sure. But the Environment is still really unhealthy, and then you come. It comes down to because we're all of you know reproductive age, so you naturally pay a little more attention to this kind of things that happens in society in the country. And then every every time, it's always you know because there isn't there's nothing to talk about about a woman has having a loving family, a loving and supportive family, and you know good children, right? So what you always hear about all these negative things, and you know the the things that happened, the 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 story that was exposed around Christmas or right around that time, like this woman who is being chained in the fucking doghouse outside, and then she doesn't live on a tropical island, mind you, and who's lost her mental capacity, lost all her teeth, and just living like an animal. In a fucking doghouse outside of their residence, and she was a college graduate. She was so she was a, a um, abducted and sold to this bumblefuck nowhere village, and she's birthed eight fucking children who does not defend her, who does not even have not even thought about defending and rescuing their mother. Eight children. And the oldest being in their twenties or something, like in college age, like it's and you 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 and then you know that's not obviously that's a very extreme case, but it's still a huge problem in China, like hu- human trafficking of you know kids and especially like um, uh, re- reproductive age 
women, young women. And it's, it's horrendous. And then it creates this anxiety in everyone, in especially every woman living in that country, are fearing that they are being seen or they're convinced that they are being used purely as a reproductive tool for the country. Because, you know, that's, that's always the communist propaganda. Like, that's for the good of the collective, for the good of the community, for the good of the country. So they, now that they've known better, they've seen better, they know what having rights and being treated with respect and dignity kind of feels like, they don't want to, they're holding on for their dear life. So God forbid they ever fall into the um, role or character of being a mother and being a reproductive tool and losing everything you've ever worked for or desire in your life. And it's, it's a real, it's a very real threat. And a lot of women did fall into that tough situation. So, so that's why I say I cannot just judge my friend for getting on that path, for kind of getting on that bandwagon of just hating men, hating society, for using women, for trying to shove women back into that box, which I also see here in the fucking States. Don't think that's only China. Like, it happens here in, in, the, in the United States. And, um, but... Basically, after I shared my perspective of saying I think it was right for me to choose to have more children, she kind of took it, she, she took offense to it. Like the way she saw it was that because simply because I have shared that I want to have more children or I plan on having more children, I am somehow passive aggressively trying to convince my other friend that she should have more even though I've clearly said it is ultimately up to you. We're in different situations. And if you don't want to have more, it's your right to not have more. She kind of looked past it because she's so fixated on the possibility. Like in her mind, she cannot fathom. You've already been a mother once. You've already had a taste of what you've lost. How can you possibly be dumb enough to want to choose to go through that again? And how dare you advertise or coerce another woman to go through that again? And um, and the reason that it was unpleasant because I, I being the way I am, I would prefer that she expressed her point and we can have a cordial discussion about it. I'm extremely logical. I am not going to call anybody names. I'm very good at making arguments in those kind of situations. But um, my, my thoughts and my feelings that I shared in the group kind of just, I threw it out there. It kind of just fell on stony ground. There was no, no reply. There was no response to that. From any of them. It's a six-person, five, six-person group chat. Nobody responded to it. Days. They just left it there. And what really hurt me at the time was that they didn't give my thought the time of day. They didn't even bother to attempt to understand a little better or make their case with me. Like, I felt like it was their understanding and decision. That on this subject matter, I wasn't worth their time or energy. And that's, that's extremely hurtful for me coming from the friends that I grew up with. I understand the, la- the past five years, at least, we have been on extremely different life paths. So I can understand and respect that they might not be able to. Like, I can't, I can't tell them, effectively, I cannot tell them anything that's good about my life because for them, it feels like I'm showing off because, well, you think you're better now now that you live in the States? 
Or honestly, it's not necessarily quote better because I definitely lost eighty percent of the luxuries I used to have. But it is lighter. I have right that I can't defend myself. I just I don't have to worry about a lot of the social pressures and bullshit that came from everybody else that doesn't have a say in my life but feel feel like they do. But so it's hard to say whether that is better. To me, that is better. It's 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 a worthwhile sacrifice for me on my end. But to them, they don't really understand that. Like they probably would choose handbags and heels over having the freedom to mow your own fucking lawn, I guess, and being able to walk around without wearing a bra and nobody can say shit about you. So you know, different people, different things. But just the passive aggressiveness of it, the feeling of. I don't. I don't know. It. It just. It. It made me feel really lonely, which is a an fucking reoccurring theme in my life, right? This is not the first time I've turned on the waterworks when I'm talking about being lonely because it really is. <sighs> Coming from your closest friends, that's it. Still, it hurts a lot, even though it's been two, three weeks, maybe even a month by now. Since that happened, and I've basically recovered from it. Like talking about it still makes it makes the pain come back. So I do apologize for all the snot sounds for the past ten minutes, but it's something I'm slowly getting over. I want to record this because I know I know my daughter is gonna go through this at some point in her life too. I hope she will be a little stronger, a little more well adjusted than I am. Because by God, I will make sure she grew up a very balanced, very confident human, confident and capable, and will have the freedoms to choose whatever future she wants. But she, she won't. This is just part of life. You will experience it because the nature of our lifestyle. There will be goodbyes. There will be distance between you and the people you care about, and then. People do grow. Sometimes your path take you far distance in terms of intellect, mental maturity, and this is not even you know not even taking in politics or whatever bullshit that might come in the way as well. So I just want to record this, and she knows. Listen to my experience and my journey, and hopefully that'll help her a little bit when she's when she is faced with this obstacle. Um. So that yeah, I really didn't want to share that because it, it at the time it really bothered me. I my my husband had to sacrifice a few hours of sleep for me to kind of process this with him. So um, thank you for letting me share this with you, and thank you for tolerating all kinds of noises. Oh, I think this is that's that kind of con- concludes all I want to talk about this week. I just wanted to do a quick update. This is a little more than I thought it was gonna say, but. Just want want you guys to know I haven't given up. I've I've actually been making progress. So please stay with me. Um, as I start building, you know, networks locally, I might actually have opportunity to start interviewing people again. Stay with me when you have the time. Just check back every once in a while. I don't expect anybody to listen to every single show because everybody has a life, and this is not the most interesting show in the world. You know the world has to offer. I understand that. So, um, but if you have the time, please share my content with anybody. If you know somebody who is going through struggles, if you know somebody that's kind of in my boat, if you know anybody who is the first generation immigrant that is struggling to build something of their own, we're all in this together. Oh my god, it made me so fucking mad. I mean, I enjoy the show. I you know occasionally when I'm working or cleaning, I put some reality TV shows in the background. And then I remember talking about I watched Blink Empire. If you guys watch that, it's about this group of super rich Asians in Hollywood, and these motherfuckers. It's still very entertaining, and I don't give a jack shit about them as human beings because they effectively provide no value right to society, and everything that is in the show is so fucking petty. It's so. Not worth anybody's single brain cell to even think about it. You just kind of have it as a background noise, and then you roll your eyes at their reactions and things they say or do, like every once in a while. In the second season, there was this 
woman who I the level of stupidity. I don't want to presume that they are stupid because if you're coming from a prevalent family and your parents actually did something with their lives, with or without the power that they were born into, power and wealth that they were born into, you can't be that stupid. But there was this one woman who talks about growing up in Los Angeles, right, as the first generation immigrant. Make your fucking mind up, woman. Did you, are you or are you not the first generation? Right? Your parents put you here in school, so your parents are here. You're not first generation. You didn't work to support yourself. You're not first generation. Technically, you're second generation. But it's just that's such a simple that nobody on the show caught that, or did they just think, eh? You know, nobody's gonna care about it. But just that's such a tiny, tiny moment. Like it's it's a split second in her intro, but it it really. It kind of enraged me a little bit. Like these people have so much wealth and influence and power, and they're so stupid. Or they think the people who are gonna watch the show is gonna be stupid enough to not be able to tell the difference. Ugh. Anyway. Anyway, it's it's still fun to watch. If you like reality shows, you sh- you should still watch and just see everybody's face gradually morph into chimps because they are always. You know, we typically have you know, flatter face and our features are not as pronounced. And then they just keep putting fillers and then keep shrinking this and enlarging that. And then their face just start to look more and more like chimps. Like, I, I don't, I don't really get it. Like the, one of the ladies, she's so tiny and skinny. Like her teeth are not that big. She's, it's not like she has buck teeth or anything, but the way, cause she's so skinny, there is effectively no fat left under her skin on her face. And she's definitely did some fillers and stuff on her lips. It looks like she has a chimp lip. It's just ridiculous. Like her husband is a plastic surgeon. It's like, what the fuck is looking into a mirror and thinking that looks good? I, <laughs> but you know, it's other people's lives. None of my fucking business. It's just, it's entertaining, but it's just really, truly, truly stupid. So if you have time, go watch it. It's entertaining. Um, but yeah, I'll see you guys. I'll hopefully see you guys next week. And um, thank you for letting me share. Thank you for not just turning it off when I was kind of going through a hard snotty patch. Um, That's what Nee said. See you guys next week.